You made it to the Hidden Gems podcast, the podcast that highlights the journeys of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives through conversation, interviews, and storytelling. Tune in every Monday for a new episode where I drop major gems, or at least my guests drop major gems. Mm -mm 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 -mm. All right, we're recording. (laughs) <laughs> you stopped on me immediately. <laughs> All right, Nate. Okay, friends. So this week we are talking about manifestation and I guess whatever else we talk about. I have my husband with me. What's your boy? Again. Master Nate. Go ahead. Back on this thing once again. Just glad to be a part. You're kind of becoming a little bit of a podcast celebrity. You did the session podcast. Mm-hmm. You got two episodes on there. Yeah, two episodes on the session of uh, the podcast. If you haven't heard it, check it out, man. Uh, those those brothers out there in Virginia, man, they're doing some good things. So shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. And then you've done my podcast several times. Yeah. And I'm sure you will do more podcasts in the future. For sure. For sure. Um, Got to get on my boy, Daniel Levy's Half the Battle podcast. You do need to get on Half the Battle. Yeah. So that's coming soon. Um, Daniel. Just let me know. <laughs> yeah, boy, I'm always ready to Put get on Daniel that thing. Put on the spot. Let me know. Um, so, yeah. And I'll probably be on some more of the session podcasts as well. Yeah. Definitely. We're going to do some more things. Y'all talked for forever that day. I was like, Jesus for Christ, I'm trying ever. to go to the store. <laughs> so, um, but you're also coming off of a win. Yep. You just had your win. Yeah. Um, your most recent win at 155. Yeah, three fights, three fight win streak now, twelve yeah. and six. So, uh, this is the range now where I need to stay in shape mm-hmm. because I mean, I'm in. I can be in striking distance. Um, guys have gotten calls. A guy named um, Trevin Jones. He's a he fought at forty five, but he's a really a bantam weight. He got called at twelve and six because he was able to have all his medicals in in a week and a half, two weeks notice, and he was able to make the weight. So he got called at twelve and six. And now he's in the UFC. He's like 14 and 6 now in okay. the UFC. So this is striking distance range. So I need to keep my weight relatively good now. But, I mean, I think maybe one or, one or two more will actually do it. But now we're in that range now where people are actually talking about it. Yeah. So you had that's a big cool. a big push on Twitter <laughs> recently. Yeah. Okay. So um, I really don't feel like I have to get you warmed up because you are just a natural talker. Oh. You love talking. Oh. But we're going to warm up. So we're going to warm up with... I'm still struggling. Either this or that or would you rather, but I'm probably just going to mix them up because I want to do both. Uh, So the the first question is a this or that, Netflix or YouTube? Ooh, YouTube. Ew. (laughs) YouTube has more variety. has a larger variety. You can see more things on YouTube. Netflix has probably better quality overall. Yeah. But YouTube... It's just, it's out there. There's a lot of stuff out there. You can get down, you can go down a real wormhole. I mean, hole. I know that you can go down wormholes. You yeah. saw my post about eels. Yeah, see? So. Exactly. Eels. But that didn't stem from YouTube. It stemmed from TikTok. But you went to YouTube. Because I had to search. I had to find reputable sources. And I didn't only find sources from YouTube. I found articles written about it and everything. It was just crazy. Yeah, so YouTube, definitely. Um, I came from the era Oh, I sound old when I say that. I came from I, when I first found out about Netflix. It was it, 
it wasn't even what it is now. It was we was back in college in Savannah yeah. State. Shout out to my boy Yola. He actually put me on Netflix. He was like, yeah, this thing called Netflix. And you go in there, and they only had a few movies, and the movies they didn't have that that to, for you to watch on the little streaming service, yeah, you they would send you the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> they would send you the DVD in the mail, and then you had to send a DVD back, and I remember Yola kept a couple of DVDs. Oh, you just going <laughs> to say that? Okay. For an extended time. No. For me, it's Netflix over YouTube every day, because I'm not going to go to YouTube. One, I'm not going to go to YouTube and just sit there and search and open up videos. But two, I don't know, because I do have a YouTube account and people do come watch my videos on YouTube. Yeah. Like, yeah, but like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an avid YouTube watcher, but I do watch this astrologer on YouTube a lot. Her name is Maren Altman and I really like her, even though she had a little moment where she had done some problematic things and she made this big apology about mm-hmm. it. I still watch her on YouTube though. Well, they want some racist. <laughs> um no it was something like it was some comments she had made to some other people i mean some of it was kind of borderline um but it wasn't like our anyway she did this whole apology i can't really remember what it was all about because like i mean it blew up on the internet but i think it just blew up because she had gotten so popular no. for all of the like predictions or things she had made when she was talking about the star anyways we don't have to get into that next question <laughs> would you rather read minds or see the future see the future oh i don't know you said I, quickly. Not me. i'd rather read minds no you would rather see the future because no, you said no it. you said see the future quickly but when i thought about i barely it, got to finish my sentence before I, you said it i've always wanted to know what people were thinking why that's just me i just i just want to know like you've ever just Cause I say shit, uh huh, like you know, off my off the off the top sometimes, and I just want to know what people. Sometimes I just care what people think about me. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm self more self centered than you I, are. Pretty self centered. As I sit here, not with a my bad, face not it's t-shirt. not <laughs> right with your t shirt with your face on it, and I have my t shirt on with your face on it. So you're just like looking at you. Um. I used to think I would want to read people's minds, but the reason I'm going to say no, I would rather see the future is because I wouldn't want people to read my mind. But just because they can read them, you can read theirs. On no, but theirs. I wouldn't want to read other people's mind because I don't want people to read my mind. Like my mind can go so many different places and it can be so many places at one time. There are a lot of times where I try to quiet my mind because I think that there are people that can yeah. read minds. <laughs> so, yes. And I will try and think like if I'm thinking of something and I've gone too deep in my mind and I'm like maybe in a public place, I'll be like, nope, Kendra, switch it up. Somebody's trying to read your mind. And I'll just like, I know that sounds really crazy to say, but like, I'll just be like, no, I need to think about something else because what if somebody could read my mind right now then i'll start thinking about like random stuff like dogs or like random songs (laughs) like yeah it gets really random in my head because i'm like i don't want people having access to my deepest thoughts if somebody could read my mind they probably think i'm a fucked up person because i think some some (laughs) fucked up shit that just stays in here i don't i don't say it i don't internalize it maybe i say it to you in pillow talk but yeah i don't like it doesn't come out on like a tweet or a Facebook post or yeah, Instagram or something, yeah. but I think it's some. I I don't think of yeah. anything too crazy, but like I mean, 
for me, it's just like those are my private thoughts and I don't want people to know my private thoughts. So I wouldn't want to know other people's private thoughts because I think that that could send you down a rabbit hole of always when you're around that certain person. Mm -hmm. Like if you're around somebody that you're interested in and you read their mind and you found out that they thought one thing about you that you were surprised that they thought about you you would always be trying to read that person's mind you would always be in their mind because you'd be like so what else what else do you Mm -hmm. think so then like trust goes out the window like how are you going to build a relationship of trust with somebody if you're always reading their mind i trust you because i know what you think no no (laughs) no sir but i mean even if you like could see the future that would take you down a, a you would spiral. You could probably possibly spiral out of control because now you see the future. So now you're so hell bent on trying to change. Maybe you saw something that you didn't like, mm-hmm. and now you're so hell bent on trying to change that. But then in actuality, you trying to change that is the future, it, and it becomes a reality. I think if I could see Ooh, the future, deep. I would have a little more self control just because I've seen enough movies where trying to change things in the past in order to change the way the future is gonna be fucks things up so bad, I would just be like, mm, okay, so that's going to be the future. And I would probably think about like how I could better prepare for the future or prepare my family for that future that is coming instead of me trying to change something. Like, that's what I would do. Unless it's I, something dramatic, like Sadie's going to get hit by a car. Oh, don't <laughs> put Sadie out there. And like then that. you're like, oh, I'm trying to... No, I'm never letting Sadie Sadie's out of the house Sadie's never coming out of the house day. again. Yeah, exactly. You Sadie's going to stay in the house. She's a house dog. We don't care if Weston's allergic. And then, <laughs> you know, and then that goes, spirals down to something else. Yeah, so. nah. But I mean, at that point, it'd probably just have to be like, you know, you can't live with that type of guilt on your heart. It's just a circle of life. Mm-hmm. So Sadie's going to be hit by a car. She will have lived a fulfilling life <laughs> before. I will make sure that every moment up until that moment is fulfilling for her. Poor Sadie. Yeah, you just put... Why you put Sadie out there? Because, I mean, I could have said some other stuff, yeah, but I didn't want to... I had to give a scenario where you I mean, but we have two dogs. We have two dogs. Right, Sadie's Well, so why'd there. you put my dog? Sadie's lived a long You didn't put Rocky out there. She you put Sadie sacrificed. out there. Dang! She lived a longer life. Everybody who's listening who knows Sadie is scowling at you right now. They probably, like, really Nate. But what about Rocky the Rockwiler? Sadie is the sweetest little dog. She don't do nothing to nobody. She doesn't. She sleeps all day. She does. She digs holes in the backyard. She kills little animals. Sadie's sweet. She is. She's easy. Low maintenance dog. She is. Probably she just has long hair. That's lowest, all. Lowest maintenance dog I've ever cared for. She's a Dotson Cocker Spaniel mix, for those of you who don't know. I adopted Sadie in 2013. Jesus. Yeah. And she was already two when I adopted her. Anyways, next question. Um, phone call or text? I'm going to text. You know how we do. We yeah. text. We're texters. We, that's our main focus. Oh, I have these gold beats. Oh. Of communication. Yeah, millennials, like, I don't know why getting on the phone gives us anxiety. Like, I only get on the phone if I know I need to get shit done. If, I need, if it's something that I need done right now, I'm going to call you. Well, but if it's something that's not super urgent and I just want to have a little pitter-patter talk with you, then I'll text. Like... Yep. What? Um, I was about to say, but that new generation, they like to FaceTime. They FaceTime, yeah, like, a fool. like crazy. Like every time I hit Rakeem up or I hit Steve or DJ up, they FaceTime me. <laughs> I don't like, know oh, how shit. y'all be FaceTiming oh, all the time. All right, uh, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, why they want to see my face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that so I, and they're part of the millennials too, right? 
Yeah, I think so. Steve just turned with But okay, six. so there's like millennials and then there's like zennials. Zennials, millennials. And there's, but like, so they're like the in-betweens, the people who mm-hmm. are like right in between of being like a millennial and a Generation Z people. Oh. So like, they kind of do both. Oh, shit. Well. You're definitely a full-bred millennial. Like, you're closer, you're a millennial that's closer to Generation X. Hey, hold on now, let me try me. You are. Gang, gang. We out here. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I am like a true, true millennial. Young Buck. Because I'm right in the millennial mix. Mm. So. Yeah, I was part of the last generation to see the Atari, but also see the Xbox. I saw every. I saw the first video game, my generation, my, my age What was group, the first video game? Atari. Oh, Atari. I saw the first video game. I saw the first computer. Is that like, so Atari is not like Sega? No, it's before Sega. Okay. It's the first. I saw Apple. When it was the Windows, when I mean when it was the the IBM, Apple when it had the the, the little rainbow, and the, and the screen was the screen was black with the black with the green writing, and I'm I'm I was out for that. Mm-hmm. I was the first generation with car phones. <laughs> they used to plug up into the cigarette phone. lighter. My my dad had one. That shit was big. He used to pull it out of the back, and it had a it had a big leather case. And then you have to plug it up to the cigarette lighter for it to cut on. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it was a big-ass just, like, it looked like a house phone, but it was connected to, like, this big-ass leather case and leather. It was, that I must remember have been a bunch of leather. <laughs> I don't remember a bunch of leather. Yeah, probably was the battery. And then, like, it was so loud. So every time you would press a button, it would be like, and then you have to press send for it to go through. And then you press send, and the send would be, and then, Man, that's like, crazy. and then they only spoke on speakerphone. Oh, wow. <laughs> they only spoke on speaker. Yeah. Now, I never saw... My mom had one of those really big cell phones, like the big block oh, cell Oh, yeah, phone. I remember those But, too. like, they had the little flip piece that flipped up, mm-hmm. but it didn't do... The flip piece really just covered the numbers. Yeah. Like, it didn't... It wasn't no speaker. She had in the antenna that you went up. Like, I remember that, but yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. So, that's my generation, it. I've seen... Seen it all. Not at all, but I've seen the change of... Society, I guess. I've seen the You've innovations seen of te- technology. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do one more and then we're going to talk about manifesting. Because, like, we've been doing this for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> um, would you rather... Dun, dun, dun. Uh, this is so hard because this one has so many good ones. Um, would you rather have super hearing or have x-ray vision? That goes back to almost like, I just, I want to read people's thoughts and listen to what they say. <laughs> super hearing. Super Let me hearing. hear. I want to hear. You need super hearing because I really do think no. you need to go have a hearing test because the way you have these TVs turned up all out and even in your car when you be pulling in I can hear your podcast coming down the street yes coming down the street yes you are so loud I hear Joe Rogan and and I'll just be like my god Nate turn that down Josh said the same thing at the fire station. <laughs> you are loud. Like, you, everything Nate, is loud. Everything is so loud. You can't hear. Like, I really think you need to get your hearing checked because the TV is always so loud. The other day, you had me turn the TV up to almost 60. The kids were in there. Nate, but you I were could on hear. Your phone. I could hear. 
And you had it all out. I, could, I, could, I was struggling to hear. You were like, I can't hear. And I'm still steady turning it up. I was struggling. It was a struggle. The struggle for me was real. I think you need to go get your hearing checked. Or maybe I just need to be somewhere where I'm trying to watch a movie that I haven't seen before. It's still loud. With any dist- without any distractions. It's still loud because any- I can come home and turn on a TV that you had on before I got here. And nobody has been here because I have done it before. And it is so loud. I you're loud I, and you're loud anyway like when you were you're in the garage training your friends and y'all are done and y'all are just kind of shooting the shit you are the loudest <laughs> person i hear you all the way up here my voice carry i have that no, voice you're loud. my voice carries you're loud no. like and everybody else just i can't hear nobody else talking <laughs> but i can hear you <laughs> i hear you <laughs> my voice just carries people always say that <laughs> I know I'm going to hear you, Nate. Because <laughs> you're loud. Because I think you're, like, partially deaf. No, I think... You you didn't really complain about this before I joined the fire department, so... What? About you being loud? It, me being deaf. Me not being... Nate, I always used to... When we lived in that apartment in Norcross, I always used to talk about how you had the TV too uh-huh. loud. I was going to say, maybe it's the engine. Maybe we ride on the engine. No, you just... Blaring. You need a, a hearing check. Blame it on the cab. The cab no. got my hearing jacked up. No, I'm blaming it on you needing a hearing check. Sirens blaring. <laughs> Do something to your ears. I know. So we're talking about manifesting today. All right. So do you believe in manifesting? Have you ever manifested? Do you know what manifesting is? Yeah. Believing in something so bad, so much that, or speak, it's like speak, it's speaking something into existence, pretty much. Almost kind of on the same thing. Okay. Right? Do like, you want the definition? Yeah, let's give it to us, Webster. So... <laughs> Uh, the definition to manifest is to display or show a quality or feeling by one's acts or appearance or to demonstrate. So there was an example used in a sentence. Ray manifested signs of severe depression. Or another definition is to be evidence of or to prove. And then another one is of an alignment become apparent through the appearance of symptoms. So fake it till you make it. In a sense. I won't say fake it till you make it. Because, I mean, manifesting, like, not... not. Or here's another one. Here's a better one. The act, process, or an instance of manifesting demanded some uh, some manifestation of repentance. Uh, that's not a good one. <laughs> fake it till you make it. Can be an example. Not the main... The main... Not outlook, but the main focus of manifestation. But fake it till you make it can kind of be something as not Because, like, if you... Not fake it till you make it, like, buying gold chains and pretending you... Not rich, but, I mean, if you trying to be a rapper, you, 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 pre- you, you, you put on the image until you actually make it to be able to do that. Okay, so do you believe in the power of manifestation? Yeah. When it comes to your, like, all your shit? Yeah. Like, me, I'm manifesting me being in the UFC. How do you believe in, like, what type of steps do you take? I believe everybody's manifestation process is different, right? And, like, for me, manifesting is something that I have always practiced. But, like, I do it a lot through, like, my vision boards. And, like, you see how I have, like, things written down on the mirrors. Like, my Mm -hmm. daily affirmations that I say to myself. Like, those, that's how I do it. But I think everybody does it differently. So, what are some ways that you manifest in your own life um 
That's a good question. I mean, you got the vision board, my stuff on there. Yeah, because you always like, add this on there for me. <laughs> it's my vision board. Like Vision for me, though. No. Our, that kind of counts. Um, <laughs> I, I think I just, I think I just, just, maybe on social media, like Facebook, me just always saying, hey, I'm hashtagging stuff like UFC bound. Or I would just like going to the gym with the 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 mindset of I'm here for a purpose. I'm here because I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm not just trying to be a local average everyday forty years old still main eventing for the NFC, but I'm actually trying to you know fight on ABC. <laughs> right. So I think I think just just in the culmination of me working just being at the gym working out at the gym and just always saying stuff i'm gonna be there posting stuff i'm gonna be there hashtagging i'm about to make it um and just doing everything outside of work or family involving trying to make it i think that's my biggest example um Mm -hmm. just putting all my energy into trying to get to where i'm trying to go to yeah do you think that sometimes parts of your manifestations should be kept private? Uh, yeah. Just like um, people and people always say, when you're looking for a house, don't don't tell nobody. Right. Right. I only tell them when you say something when you've closed on the house and have everything in line to actually move get the get the keys. Then you say, hey, yeah, we've been looking for a house. We got a house finally. Or, or even is. some people like buying a car, a new car. Yeah. They're not going to tell you like, hey, I'm going to buy a new car. They just show up with, with it. With a new car. Yeah. Right. But even deep down, they've already been thinking about it for the last couple of however. They've been moving pieces around to make sure they're able to secure the opportunity to be able to get the car or mm-hmm. be able to buy the house. You know what I'm saying? So they've been manifesting. They've been searching. They've been doing the necessary things to accomplish that end goal, that end game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is what you're manifesting. You know what I'm saying? It, there's always going to be an end game, an end goal. So, achievement. So, I mean, yeah. We we kind of do that already. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tie everything into fighting, but... I mean, but that's your thing, though. Yeah. And I mean, and if even you tie like... tie it into fighting, people will understand. Yeah. And even like, just anything. Like, when I had the idea that I wanted to be a firefighter. Doing everything that needed to be done... To make sure that I was in line for when that opportunity came. Right. You know, so that was, in a sense, some manifestation there. You yeah. Know? And I think it just comes to, like, just overall belief in yourself. Mm-hmm. Or belief in what you're trying to do. But manifesting is not always easy. No. The believing in yourself part is hard at times. hmm Because you can definitely go through moments where you're like, I don't know if this is the right thing for me. And, like, I was watching... I think it was a TikTok, probably. Um, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm addicted to TikTok really bad. Like, I go down so many wormholes. But, like, the things that they people will say on TikTok are actually true. And it's weird to me because I'm always like, oh, well, I don't believe that's on TikTok. And then I'll go look it up and I'm like, oh, this is a real thing. But this guy was talking about manifesting and he was talking about um, how you know when you're going in the right direction when you're manifesting. And he was like, self-doubt is a normal pro- part of manifesting things but he was like when you get those doubtful thoughts you have to push the doubtful thoughts out and that is probably for me that is the hardest part about manifesting like i can do 
the positive affirmations. I can do, I can be overly optimistic. But when I am sitting, like having a moment where I'm sitting very still and like I'm winding down and I'm like, like or I'm feeling very stressed out about something that I'm doing, I'll be like, mm-hmm, is this, is this, be right? Doing? Because like sometimes I feel like we can get up, caught up in thinking that just because like because it's something that we want to do it's something that we're trying to manifest we'll be like it's supposed to be smooth Mm -hmm. and i think that like that's that's romanticized because you think that it's going to be smooth Mm -hmm. but it's not always smooth just like they they're like people were talking about if you're trying to be carefree like a carefree black woman just out here like living your life and just being happy with who you are um you have to or even a black man, since you're in the room. <laughs> you have to be okay with letting go of old habits, letting go of old friends, letting go of toxic family members, like letting go of all of that stuff so that you can be who you are because you will never be happy being who you aren't trying to please those people yeah. who aren't helping you or allowing you to be who you are. Yeah. So, like, I think that that also goes along with manifesting and it's really difficult when you have those times where you can't or like when you're having those self-doubting moments like that's difficult yeah it's kind of like tc tc shout out to my boy yola tc (laughs) for those who don't know what tc my homies you you know we talking about that tc man Uh, (laughs) but for those who don't know tc everybody needs a little bit of tc tenacious confidence is what we uh, are referring to and it does work. It does. It I works. have seen him and Yola do this. TC times. works because the idea behind TC people is nine times out of ten was it sixty percent of the time it works every time. No, nine times <laughs> <laughs> nine times out of ten I say I probably, nah, probably gave it a six out of ten for real. But if you show up to something and act like you're supposed to be there. Seven times out of ten, nobody's going to stop you. Nobody's going to pull you back. Nobody's going to, you know, halt your progress because you look like you're supposed to be there. Even if you have no earthly (laughs) possibility or chance or even if you're not supposed to be there. Like one example, and this is on a small scale, back in Savannah State, you know, uh, homecoming. And you know how they used to have. The talent shows and the step shows and those things were lock and key. Yeah. You couldn't get in the building. You didn't have your ticket. You didn't have a ticket for your ticket. You weren't getting in the door at all. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And it was time. We didn't buy tickets to the step show. We didn't buy tickets to the talent show. But we would walk up and we we would walk up to the door fully dressed in our best going out (laughs) outfits. And we walk up and we walk straight in like we supposed to be there. Wouldn't stop at the ticket booth. Wouldn't stop at the door. We walk straight in, and wouldn't nobody say nothing. Just like like we were supposed to be in there. <laughs> TC okay. tenacious confidence. So I mean, on a small scale, that's it. But I mean, it goes a long way. So that's kind of kind of like manifestation because it's like I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed right. to be doing this. Right. So I'm going to do that's everything. Good mentality to have everything. Like I'm supposed to do it because I because I'm supposed to be here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And stuff kind of just works out yeah. sometimes. Sixty percent of the time it works every time. Sixty percent of the time it works. So what do you do when you're like? What's your process when you're manifesting in? 
not when you're having self-doubt, but when people around you are doubting you? What is your process? Ooh, that's hard because especially like in the fight game, when people are doubting you, because you 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 do it for yourself, mm-hmm. but you still want positive affirmations from other people, right? To to I mean, because you have an image of what you look like in your head, but you may not. You want to see what other people think about you, also. You know what I'm saying? Because is my technique? Does my technique look good? Am I out here just winging stuff? Am I getting better than I was before? Right. You know what I'm saying? So you need people to be like, "Hey, man, your your striking is getting better, or your boxing, or your your jujitsu is looking more crisp, or your wrestling is sharp." You know what I'm saying? You right. want people to tell you. So it kind of it it kind of matters what. To what? get people's opinion and to see kind of what they say. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's still you in that cage. It's still you in that boxing ring. It's still you in that competition, that one-on-one competition. So you still got to do it for yourself also. But like I said, you still kind of care about, like, the people that really matter, what your coaches, what your teammates, mm-hmm. your training partners, what they what they think matters too, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, that's true. Just like, so like for me, of course I want to, excuse me, I want to know what people think about like my product when I'm selling waist beads, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day now, it's still me and my mom doing the waist beads because now my, you know, my mom helps me Mm -hmm. do do a lot of them because I don't have a whole lot of time to sit down and do them, but ever since I taught her, she is like a waist bead making machine. Like I'll go over there and she'll hand me like a bag full of 30 waist beads. And oh. I'm like, here, I did these, put these on the rack. And, but like with the podcast, I definitely always want to know what people are thinking or like what the feedback is. And I don't necessarily have to hear people say that mm-hmm. or see them write comments, even though if you haven't left a rating or a review, I really would like for you to go do that because it does help people to be able to find my podcast over the other hidden gems podcast there are like three other hidden gems podcasts but they're all about different things um but yeah that really works that really helps um but i can go look at the analytics of the podcast and see like what episodes are outperforming other episodes or what episodes did really good or like how many listeners i'm at this month how many subscribers i'm at this month like i can see all of those in the analytics and for me um that really helps but, like, for the hardest thing, I think, for me when it comes to uh, getting feedback, I guess, and or accepting things is, like, uh, or I guess I want to kind of say on Instagram mm-hmm. because I, I like Instagram because I can post a lot, but I also don't always have the time to post three to oh, five yeah. things Because you got to be creative and you got to... Yeah, and, like, they're saying you should, like, dedicate post, time, mm-hmm. like, to create your content that you're gonna post and i am you know i'm a mother i am a mother i'm a mom i have a full-time job i am narrating audiobooks and this great podcast got the, right i got the podcast i got the waist beads like I don't always have time to just make content, content, content for y'all about your boy I'm a, right right I and then don't forget about too. him need a little time too Yes, <laughs> and then don't forget about the time that I have to dedicate to myself. Yeah, you need that too. To like, you know, do what I need to do for me so that I'm not pouring from an empty cup. So like, it's just, 
I mean, I don't always have the time. So, like, I changed my Instagram. Um, like, you know how you can change, like, what type it is. Like, before it said that was a podcast. So, now I changed it to personal blog because... I don't want to only be limited to only posting about the podcast. The podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to post about other things. And I notice when I post about other things that don't, don't necessarily have anything to do with the podcast, they get way more interactions, way more likes, way more, you know, whatever. That's crazy, right? Yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm just going to make this into a personal blog page and I'm going to post what I want to post. Mm-hmm. Post when I want to post. The algorithm going to have to fuck with me when it fuck with me. Or, you know, whatever. Because... It's oversaturated. It right. <laughs> because, um... But I'm still going to post about the podcast, like, when I drop episodes. But, like, it's it's a lot to figure out when it comes to that. But for that... For things like that, I can see the analytics. I can see what people are thinking. Mm-hmm. So, I know how that's working for me and what works for me. Uh, or what will work the best for me so i don't know it's i don't ever really feel like i do like to hear when people have constructive criticism mm-hmm. regarding the podcast and usually that comes from courtney, sure, <laughs> I, you, courtney. I know she's such a good friend um but and it's never it's i mean it's always very constructive coming from courtney very like to the point and very it's something that will really help me um but i other people there's a bug in here. Anyway. We just clapping for Jesus, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Resurrection Sunday. Happy Resurrection <laughs> Other people, um, they give me good feedback. I get a lot of good feedback from the podcast. So I appreciate everybody who's been giving me good feedback. Um, and I also appreciate Courtney. She does give me good feedback. I don't want y'all to just think my girl is out here criticizing because she don't do that. She definitely gives constructive. It's just very constructive. So <laughs> very. <laughs> it is no. She's. I mean, but it's great. It's great because she's a producer. Right now, for those of field. you who don't know, yeah, she's in the field. She this is, is a producer. Yeah. This is her thing. So like, she knows exactly what to say to me to help me put it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, she but, been doing. She been doing her thing since I've been trying to get at you in college. So. Oh my god. You know. Shout out <laughs> to you, Courtney. You you're a real soldier. That's a that's a fly. I thought it was them eye germs. What little, you know them little germs in your eye, and every time you move, they like, they jump, they move. I don't have those floaties. He, what's it called um, what's it called? I was talking about it on Family Guy. He was like squiggly lines, so squiggly lines. No, I don't have those. <laughs> People know about the squiggly lines in your eyes, the eye floaties. I'm trying to act. I don't get those. There's some listeners out here like I got some in my eye right now. No, like one of my coworkers told me she gets the squiggly lines. In I her get eyes. them. I get them a lot. See, you blind and you can't hear. Not for the AMI right now. You need to go to the doctor. I can see him. <laughs> need to go squiggly to the lines. Doctor. So squiggly lines. Why won't you let me focus Okay, on thank you, you um, Nathan. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyways, let me give you another this or that question because we didn't got off topic. Off topic. Um, okay, this or that. Android or iOS? Hey, man. I had the Apple, I had the G1, I'm generation one, shout out to my people who had the, uh, the G1, man. G1 what? Android, the gen, the, it was the generation one, it was the first Android to come out, it well, was what white. Do you, what do you have now, what have you had for the last My like, wife five has bamboozled years. me, I <laughs> swindled, bamboozled. hoodwinked, I've been. Then switch back. I'm waiting, um, cause like I said. Because the phone that I really want is crazy expensive. 
It's about twenty five hundred bucks. Um, what phone is that? That is the 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 Google Fold oh, oh, two. Oh, it's a foldable phone. Yep, the That's Google Fold two, phone. actually, is what I uh, aspire to have. But I didn't want to spend my entire stimulus check on a cell phone. <laughs> Your stimulus check that your your kids didn't yep. get to see because you spent it on cell phones. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't want to be that parent. Um, so I'm still holding off on it. So right now we're rocking with the iPhone 11. So I'm team iPhone right now. I've been team iPhone for quite some time. Yeah. Um. So right now I'd have to go with the iOS operating system. I, I just said operating system twice. iOS, iOS. Mm-hmm. I have to go with that, but. My heart, my I'm a rider. I'm a, I'm a I'm a rider for the Android. Um, it's free freeness, free the free capabilities that you can do on your phone. How you much of a rider can you really be when you've been with Apple for all these years? Like, I'm I'm a rider for you. Oh, plot twist! I ride for you, so whatever you got, I'm riding with. So that means I'm really a rider. Lil Wayne, she easy rider. Oh my god! Cause she okay. riding for me. Anyway, well you can switch back. Yeah. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. No, cause we got. I'm just be talking to Google all the time. Hey Google. I talk our, to Google now. Google our, is connected to all my things. Our kids be like, Hey Google. Yeah, Western black like, Google. Hey Google. Hey, Google. Sam <laughs> Google. Turn on King Kong. You're like no, <laughs> we're not watching King Kong again. Okay. We know um, you iOS though. Yeah, you, everybody you, knows that. Everybody knows that. Team iPhone. You like yep. the, you like the simplistic. I'm a minimalist. Yeah, I like a lot of shit. You like all that extra stuff that's gonna make your shit slow. I don't need all that, but I love all iOS products. Like, because especially because I have so many products from Apple, I um everything is connected for me. So whatever's on one device is on the other device. It's all there. Yeah, I'm pretty do so sure you can do the same thing with Samsung. Mm, I don't know, and I don't really care to find we'll out. We'll find out. So you'll find out. I, I but you just said you want a Google phone, which is not a Samsung phone. No, it's the it's the uh, it is the Google. Or I'll get the Note. He don't even know what phone. Or I'll get the want. Note Twenty. See, this how all Android the Note Twenty are. series. This is how all y'all are. <laughs> I get the Note Twenty series, or I get the full uh, offense. The Google Fold. Full offense. So full offense. Google Fold Two coming when I flex on y'all. I will it's tablet. I'm get like, oh, it's my cell phone. This ain't no tablet. It's my cell phone. As a matter of fact, this group chat that I'm in for Kelly's bachelorette party, we all got iPhones. Everybody in there a blue bubble. Because if one person had an Android, it, it would be whole, green. It Trash. Everybody a blue bubble. I appreciate everybody in there. Everybody in there because y'all all got iPhones. It's getting that cross capability though. You can now send memes to iPhones. I mean to uh, Android. So you can send I don't emojis care. and all that shit to Android. I don't care. Half, everybody I who it. I text, my people who are in my top... Three, six, nine. My top nine in my iPhone thing, mm-hmm. they all got iPhones. Uh-huh. So, I don't really text people who don't have iPhones. <laughs> I, got a few of those, I got a few of those droiders. I don't really text people who don't have iPhones. And it's not because I'm being bougie. I think, I feel like it's just because. And even if I was being bougie, it's my, my prerogative. It's my life. I can text who I want to text. And, um. Shout out to y'all with Androids, though. I don't really know how to feel about your love for Androids, even though you've been with iPhone for all these years. Mm-hmm. That's really weird. I get some money. <laughs> okay, the next question is, 
Would you rather be able to fly or run at super speed? Fly. Fly. Why would you want to fly? fly? I feel like both of those have their pros fly. and cons. Because. It's colder up at the top. <laughs> it's lonely at the top, too. <sighs> Who needs friends when you have money? Who needs friends? <laughs> Who needs friends when you can fly? That's true. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't rock with me? All right, fuck yeah, I'm out. <laughs> 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 or I mean if you could run at super speed like yeah. you can still be like I'm out you can you probably tear up a lot of shoes though super yeah. speed like it's like with tires like you'd be having to replace them bitches yeah. all the time and but if, if you, you hit fly, something you, you hit something you gonna die I mean if you fly or you might just run through that bitch uh what's his name Quicksilver mm-hmm. he moves so fast that everything else moves slow around him mm-hmm. So, so maybe, him, yeah. yeah, so maybe your super speed, everything wouldn't be moving fast for you. It'd be moving slow for you, but yeah. you'd be moving so fast other people wouldn't be able to see yeah. you. That would be cool. I still want to fly, though. I think flying would be the ideal choice of the two for Flying's me. Flying's dope. Yeah. Just get up and go. You can get up and go with super speed, but you'd be, you'd, I don't know. I just feel like you get tired. <laughs> maybe if you had super speed, you also got super stamina. Ooh. What if you have super speed and shitty stamina? So like, you, you run really fast for like 10 seconds. And then you feel like oh, no. <laughs> but 10 seconds, but how, like, what would the time Yeah, you probably range get, you probably get to like 10 seconds miles. for you might be like 10 hours for a regular person. Well, then you're speeding up time. But you're running really fast. Are you really speeding up time or are you just running fast? Mm-hmm. Plot twist. Yeah. Like, uh, or so, like, if you have super speed, are you time traveling? Because you're moving so fast that right. you're going forward into time. Are you time traveling Ooh. if you're super speed? I don't know. That's a good question. That's why I see it's so much to running. I just want to fly. <laughs> so simple. It's a lot simpler for you. Yeah. Just fly. All the cool things fly. Like what? Except for wasp. Oof. I hate wasp. Me too. That's why I needed you to close that window. I hate flying ants too, actually. <laughs> So, what cool things fly then? Birds. What eagles. kind of birds? I like eagles. Eagles and what? They got bats. Also. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, flying is just flying. Is bats, chicken of the cave. Chicken of the cave. <laughs> bats, they fly. A lot of things fly. The coronavirus doesn't fly. It doesn't fly. It flies in planes, actually. Yeah, so. but that's not. That's, Still being it travels. The coronavirus travels. But it's not airborne. It travels. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The next one is laptop or tablet. Mm, I'm old school. I like the laptop. I don't know if that necessarily is old school. I prefer oh, the laptop school. over the tablet. I mean I guess the maybe tablet it is. is more of a newer I age for me thing like the, the t- I like Yeah, but so they have like well, actually, I don't think they have any touchscreen MacBooks. I bet that's coming next, though. But, I mean, I don't really need... I feel like when I'm sitting at the laptop, I have, like, wider access to more things and more capabilities. When I'm at the tablet, I feel like... You got to put your fingers on what you're trying to look at. Well, I got the pencil. Oh, well, I got... Because we use tablet, like, in the, in the fire station. We got a tablet that we keep on the engine. Um, and I can write reports on the tablet if we're out on the call long enough and then we're not can't don't come back to the computer so I don't have to wait and let reports uh-huh. st- stack up I can 
knock out reports while I'm on the engine. Or yeah. maybe I go run to the store or go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So I use the tablet a lot. And it's, I just, I would rather just, I mean, the tablet comes in handy though, but I would just, I'd just rather be a laptop guy. Yeah. I like I'm, the tablet for, like, you know, I have, I hate to say what I have, but I have the iPad Pro and I can use the pencil. Um, so that pencil makes everything different. Yeah. You was doing that pencil. That pencil was fire. The little drawings you were doing the other yeah. day. That was pretty dope. Yeah. That was pretty dope. I liked it. But I can also like write the words and they'll just confirm like uh conform to text. Mm-hmm. So like that also works. I'm pretty sure Samsung has something similar. Which Samsung's been using really the stylus pen for a year. The iPad the pencil is not new. I'm just saying it's What see are you how, saying? See how they had to get a pencil, huh? The pencil's not new. Right, it's not new. You're right, I agree. Yeah, Samsung's been using the stylus for years, but how long have, can you actually keep a Samsung phone or a Samsung piece of equipment? I can keep it if I try. No, you couldn't. Because you didn't. Because I wanted to mm, be... I no. To be Don't even. He trying happy to act. Happy wife, happy life, people. He trying to act. No, it's happy spouse, happy house, and you're trying to act. Yeah, happy house, but is your life happy if your wife ain't happy? Ooh. That's why it's happy spouse, happy house. I'm the spouse, you the wife. No, I'm also your spouse. Happy spouse, happy house is referring to You have to, to be happy man. too. Exactly. That's referring to the man. That was a counter Not, to the happy wife. Happy oh, like wife. all lives matter is yeah. to black. Be able to teleport or time travel. Didn't you ask that? No, we talked about super speed. Is that is super speed time traveling? Time travel where forwards or backwards? If you can time travel, I feel like it's just... I don't want time travel. Would, would now, since you're time traveling, would you go time travel backwards or forward? I go back to slavery. Oh, slap, my God. <laughs> slap a bunch of these slave masters. And then I tell my people, hey, man, there's a bunch of y'all. And it's only a little bit of them. Now, I know they're trying to keep us ignorant and trying to keep y'all so y'all don't know. I wouldn't here, want to go back to slavery. Here's the numbers. Let's do the numbers. And I change, I change the history. I wouldn't even want to. Slavery is just not a time I, I. There's nothing remotely like alluring about that. Or I want to see where I'm from, yeah. like my ancestry. Oh yeah. See that? How stuff started. Fun fact: Did I tell you about how the Mormon Church um, owns yeah. all the ancestries? <laughs> another wormhole. There's actually another documentary that I need to go watch. <sighs> when am I gonna have time? Okay. Yeah. So. Um, Fun fact for everybody who's listening. Now you know all that ancestry stuff. The Mormon church owns it. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. So they probably just create where you're from then. Um, so apparently... Hey, Nathan Williams, you paid your $99. You're going to be 6% from Antony. No. (laughs) So according to my co-worker, they're... um, Because she... Is she a Mormon? No. She's not a Mormon. Her grandmother was a Mormon from Ireland or Scotland. I can't remember. And so she was just telling me how it's very important in the Mormon church to know your ancestry and have all that. So they keep all the documents or whatever. So, like, they own all of that. Mm. 
Um, but I'm, there's a couple documentaries that she recommended that I watch. I have to watch them first before I can give you guys any more facts because I have not done all the research I need to do on this. Facts forthcoming, people. <laughs> facts forthcoming. And I'll probably never say the facts on the podcast, honestly, but... Um, <laughs> so hold her to it in the comments. You, hold me to it on the comments. No, don't hold me to it on the comments. But if you ever see me and you're just like, hey, Kendra... Um, I really want you to tell me more about this Mormon church owning the ancestry stuff than just ask me if I have done the research yet and if I'm ready to share. Because <laughs> I will share, just like I shared with you guys about how we have no idea what an eel sex organ looks like or where eels come from. But dun, dun, dun. I'm telling you, they transport here through some portal in the Bermuda Triangle. All right, the other thing is Amazon or eBay. You like I don't online shop. Amazon, that's the only thing I've been doing. <laughs> Amazon for me. eBay, I just know. I remember eBay. Like I said once again, people used to get scammed on eBay. Yeah, I remember uh, Mark's brother Jared back in the day when we were younger. He used to shop on eBay. He used to buy shoes and shit off eBay, and he used to have to bid for them. Yeah, I think it's still pretty much the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why. I remember about eBay. I never actually did for anything. Even though, like, yeah. I have some old VHS Disney movies that I feel like I should try and sell on eBay. For 73 cents? Go ahead. No, like, this lady was talking it's vintage. about... They're going to buy it for thousands of dollars. So this lady was talking about how Disney wanted to buy this VHS little... Was it the Little Mermaid movie back from her? Because it was one that had been recalled in, like, the 90s, and they wanted, like, $30,000. They wanted to give her $30,000 for it. But she was like, she didn't sell it. I don't know. Give me the address, people. <laughs> I think because, like, people get caught up in the, like, if it's 30, worth $30,000 now, think about what it's going to be yeah, in 10 and, years. Yeah, and so they don't want it, and that shit. Right. And it was like, worth 30 but then Disney realized, da 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 and they was like, up oh, yeah. the value on it just it went away. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, but um, I definitely, Amazon is the place for me. Yeah, I agree. Amazon. Yeah. Okay. I've done a few shopping recently I've opened broadened my horizon I've not become an online shopper but I've done some shopping he's done some online shopping and uh, Amazon is definitely the way to go it's uh, user friendly you can find pretty much whatever you need on there yeah and they're gonna give you 30 different prices and you can choose from the cheapest to the most expensive oh my god and I'm an Amazon Prime member usually I go so to the middle I don't choose anything that doesn't have that Prime next to it I go to the middle price Oh, my God. Okay, so when we're talking about manifesting and we're talking about the work that you have to put in, so how important do you think it is to put in that work when you're manifesting? Or do you think you can just manifest and manifest and keep saying it's going to happen and it'll just happen? That's, that's no. That, you know me, that's like prayer. That's like just praying for something. <laughs> nah, nah, it's, it's coming out wrong. That's, that's like, like praying prayer. for something and not putting the work in for that thing that you're praying for to be done as you're like lord please bring us a house lord please find us a house but we're not out here looking we're not out here doing the research to find the house we're not out here you know what I'm, saying? I'm just using as searching the house as an example or lord please help me be the next ceo or lord please help me be the fire chief of the cab but i'm not Sitting there doing the necessary steps right. to become the fire chief. I'm just saying, man, I just praying that it's just going to fall in my lap. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you don't do the work, then you're just manifesting. It's just really just daydreaming. 
in a sense. Mm-hmm. If you don't, but if you put the work in, then your manifestations actually can have the potential to become reality. Yeah. I think it's very important to put in the work um, when you're manifesting because I honestly don't know how you think you're going to get shit done if you don't put in the work or anything in life. Like, there's nothing in life that you will be able to do by not putting in work. Unless you're like a trust fund baby or something or anything that you're trying to manifest or anything that you're trying to achieve in your life. And like, the work is not always easy. I feel like putting in the work is one of the hardest parts besides that self-doubt part because the self-doubt part for me is very it's very hard it can get very hard that's why i don't want people to read my thoughts mm. but so, i can put in the work i have no problem putting in work especially when it's something that i enjoy doing like the podcast narrating audiobooks fooling around and doing little doodles on my tablet or my iPad. Those are things that I really... I don't feel like that's putting in a whole lot of work. Because it's something I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that saying where people be like... Find something you love and you'll never work a day yeah, in your sure. life. That is very true. But sometimes like with photography... I feel like I am just like... Fuck. I got a photo shoot this weekend? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Only because I think my social battery tends to like wear out. Which is strange because... I am... I'm an Aquarius sun but i have a leo rising but i have a capricorn moon so i know you don't yeah whatever that means to you but for people who are into astrology like for me i am literally like a walking contradiction i'm an aquarius so i'm very like "Ah, i need my own like personal space but i have a leo rising so i come off to people as somebody who enjoys being around people Mm -hmm. and i don't it's not like i don't enjoy being around people you be ready to but go. Though. I do be ready to go. Like, because deep down inside, <laughs> the person who I am is just like, ah, my social battery is starting to wear off now. It's the, you know, like the allure of being around other people right now. It's just really. <laughs> and then, like, the whole pandemic didn't make it any better. I feel like it made it worse for me. Yeah. Yeah, because now I'm just like, I don't want to breathe around you. I don't want you to touch me. I don't want you to look at me. I don't want you to talk to me. I just want y'all to let me be in my bubble, in the grocery store, talking to myself underneath my mask. And that's it. Let me grab my groceries and go. And how can I breathe with no air? I can breathe perfectly fine in a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm fully vaccinated now. Thank you. Yeah, well, self-doubt, it, like, I can kind of, in the field that I do, I can kind of get rid of it easier. Because, like, if I'm thinking I'm having a, I'm not that good at something, and we get a few rolls in or a few sparring sessions in, and then I do really good in that sparring session or really good in that rolling or, you know what I'm saying, whatever, in that training session, then doubt kind of creeps out your mind that way. That's mm-hmm. an easy way to, oh, okay, I was, I, I did better than I thought I was going to do, or I was a lot better than I was thinking I was today, or, yeah. you know what I'm saying, or you get to go with a new training partner or a new somebody comes into town and they're, they're at a higher level than you are socially or whatever. You know what I'm saying? As far as the fight game is concerned, they're maybe in a higher league, like in the UFC, and you get to go with them. And next thing you know, you get the best of them. Mm-hmm. And then now some doubt creeps out of your mind. You're like, oh, I'm I'm a lot better than what I actually thought I was. Yeah, I think uh-huh. that a lot of that happens, um, n- not for me with the podcast, but like for other people in my life or people who know me or mm-hmm. even people who have been guests on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, who have been self-doubting themselves about doing something like starting a podcast or narrating because they're like, wait a minute, 
Kendra's doing it, and I know Kendra. They're like, mm-hmm. I can do it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think a part of that is not to be um, offended by it, if some people are, but to look at it kind of like as, like, for me, it's always flattering. Because I'm just like, wow. I'm glad that I was able to inspire yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah. and show you that, yeah, you can definitely do this. Like, I know a couple people already who got podcasts on the way. Um and they've been guests on my show. And like they, you know, people, I'm very open. I'll tell you how to get it started because I really do believe that there are enough seats at the table for everybody to eat. eat. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have, I'm not going to gatekeep. I'm not going to not tell you information. I'm going to tell you everything that I know about, especially when it comes to podcasting, about getting the podcast started, where you can put it, what's like cost effective for like for me. Um, and what could possibly work for you. And I don't have any problem with sharing that with people. Some people really have issues with sharing stuff like that, yeah. though. Like, yeah, yeah especially Fast in the, the waist beat game. Fast like, yeah, but the waist beat game, like that, I have no idea how you can be somebody who is trying to empower women. And I'm doing air quotes for everybody who's listening, mm-hmm. but empower women but yet you see a woman or a woman will come to you asking you how you did this, where you got your bees from, uh, what can they do, how can they get started, and you ignore them or you tell them to do their own research or you pretend like you don't know or like you give them mm-hmm. bullshit answers. Give them the runaround. Yeah, like just give them the answers. Yeah. Like, girl, you already have your own following. Mm-hmm. Like, you already have your own Helping them out, clients, not take away. Yeah, from the they're not gonna come poach your clients, and even if they do poach your clients, at the end of the day, if you're doing the best that you can do, like they're not gonna want to deal with that other person anyway. They're gonna end up coming back to you because even though I give you all of the the sauce, like you you won't be able to be me at the end of the day. Right? Like I am a very uh, I don't know. When it comes to, like, my clients and my people that I work with with the waist beads, if I can give you something extra, I'm usually going to throw something extra in just off the strength. Or if I can give you a discount, I'm going to give you a discount. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, like, and, it, and it's not going to lack in quality just because I'm giving you a discount or I'm throwing you something extra. And I'm always, like, I'm open to explaining to some people who want to know what would our waste bees, how do they hack, like, what do they do, where do they stem from? So there are some people who hit me up and like, hey, I really want to buy waste bees, I want to know a little bit more about them before mm-hmm. I buy. I give you the whole, Rundown. the whole the spiel. Whole spiel. The yeah. whole shebang. Yeah, I will give you the whole thing, especially like when I have clients who are of other races and they want to know because they want, they want to make sure they're not appropriating culture, mm-hmm. which I totally understand. So like, I'll explain it to them. And I have had several conversations with my some of my clients about what what waste beads are and how they work and all this other stuff so i don't understand that i mean i for me it's flattering um it makes me feel good that i know that i could inspire somebody else to want to do what i'm doing or something similar because everybody has different platforms like also so it's not like it's not that deep yeah. Some people just need to take a chill pill, just relax. Like, 
relax. Yeah, just like I try to help as many people as I can fight game. Yeah, nasty name MMA and fitness. Ah, <laughs> in the garage, we're going crazy. The garage went undefeated. Garage game went undefeated in the last fight. Oh, oh, also, I didn't tell everybody you got your promotion, so you are now a black belt Shut in up. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, a lot of people like black belt. What does that mean? Who doesn't know what a black belt means? I mean, some people. So, technically, I, I have my PhD in choking people. Okay. That's what, That's what it means? For layman's terms. Breaking arms, breaking yeah. toes, legs. Knees, elbows, ankles. shoulders, Ugh. wrists. All of the above. I remember back in my jujitsu days, knee locks were the worst. People who do that, y'all are trash. Knee bars. Whatever. Yeah. Same People difference. who do that, y'all are doo-doo. <laughs> doo-doo um, in the gym. It's part of it. Whatever. Because I don't like that feeling. I don't like the feeling. Even though I tap before it gets... I just don't like the way that feels on my knee. The legs I, I prefer like feeling the feeling of the arm bar because I'm going to try and fight that for a little bit, but not the knee bar. The legs are fit, um, like 50% of the body. Why would you ignore 50% of I'm the body? I'm not going to let you sit there and yank up my knee. I'm just telling you the philosophy. I'm just telling you that I'm not going to let anybody do that to my knee. Yeah, that's why I like MMA, so you just punch them in the face. If both hands are on my legs, you can't defend your face. So that bothers you. me so much. Knee bars. I get knee bars a lot, too. I hate that. I prefer to be choked. <laughs> Don't tell me what a good time. All right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, over that, no. Or the arm bar, because I know I'm going to try and fight that one for a little bit. Um, I think that that's, that's, yeah, I think we're in a good space right now. So I think that anybody who's out there trying to manifest something, just make sure that if you're manifesting, you are putting in the work and that you are battling those self doubts that you have and always combating them with positive thoughts and positive actions toward your goal so that you can achieve what you are trying to achieve. Yeah, for sure. TC, my people. TC. 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Hidden Gems Podcast. Nathan, do you feel like you need to drop your socials? Uh, always. Shout out. Um, shout out to you. No, your socials. I know, but still, shout out to you. <laughs> Okay, thank because you. Because I appreciate you for letting me come on again. And hey, no, I appreciate you for coming on again. Yeah. So, um, nasty Nate MMA underscore one forty four. I think it's nasty Nate underscore MMA on Twitter. Won't you look? You have your phone in your hand. On Twitter, on Facebook, it's Nathan Samuel Williams. I had to change my other one. Got hacked. See, he adds people. His his other one didn't get hacked. On some crazy shit. Um, but nasty <laughs> uh, nasty underscore Nate MMA on Instagram. Follow your boy. I'm trying to get uh, trying to get my followers up. You know, uh, I'm trying to get that blue check yeah. by the end of the year. What do you have to do to get the blue check? Either get in the UFC or no. There is there is like a process. If you get in the UFC, you get a blue check. Yeah, but what else can you do to get... You there's gotta other get things. so many followers. There are some people out here who have blue checks who have, like, not that many followers. Not really. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's about... There I, are some people out here who have blue checks that I've never even heard of. But they have 12,000, 13,000, 20,000, 40,000 How many followers, followers do you have? I'm gonna make it sound cool. 3K. So you have 3,000 <laughs> followers? That's a lot of followers. I only have, like, 600. Yeah, if 3,000 people were sitting here 
Hell right yeah. Right now, there's a lot of people. That wouldn't even be able to fit in this house. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Not but, even outside the street. Um, Twitter, real quick, for those people who really want to know. Nathan Williams MMA. Shout out to Daniel because he changed my Twitter. I used to have Stone Mountain Charlotte. Oh it was actually S T N underscore M T N underscore S H A W T Y. And that was what I had in college and Daniel. Mm-hmm. Before that it was Can't See No Skin. What? <laughs> Cause Riz Khalifa had the thing tat so many tats you can't even see my skin. Oh my god. So I was like, Oh yeah, can't see no skin. Oh my but now god. it's it evolved and Thank now god. it's Nate Williams MMA. So follow me on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, uh, like a bunch of pictures, and I I follow you back. I'm not I'm not bougie, but I'm not bougie, so I follow you back. If you were bougie, live your bougie life. I support your bougie lifestyle. My mom called you bougie. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. Why not live a life of luxury? All right. Fake it till you make it. They hate us because they ain't. You ain't even faking it. You just <laughs> out here living your life. Live your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. We out. Okay, Nate adds people on Facebook. I do not. So, again, friends, don't really try and go follow me on Facebook. I have, and I'm not trying to sound full of myself, I have a lot of friend requests sitting in my Facebook right now. Um, I'm not going to go through them all. Um, So, let's just not. But, if you would like to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, my Twitter and Instagram name is your host, Kendra. It's really that easy. It's all one word. No underscores, no numbers, no nothing. Your host, Kendra, on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, so on Instagram, I'm going to start posting just more stuff that I actually want to post and not necessarily things that I feel like I'm forcing. So um, I'm going to be on there doing stuff like that. And on Twitter, I pretty much post anything. I had a really funny thread that got retweeted a couple times. Well, I thought it was funny, but it was actually kind of serious about um, people making sure that they check their personal trainer's credentials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you... Some of y'all out here getting scammed, ladies. Yeah. And it's all it's the ladies out here getting scammed. Like, and it hurts my heart. If I felt like I wanted to be a personal trainer, I would do it so that I could teach y'all and so that I could be there and be a good trainer for women. But I don't want to be a personal trainer because I don't want to have to hunt people down. And I don't want to have to ask you all these questions. Like, I mean, if I was your personal trainer, I would. But I don't think that's in my personality. I don't know. Somebody did tell me I have a good demeanor to be a personal trainer, though. But I don't really you feel do. like I want to. You do. You it's not do. something I want to do at this point in my life. Maybe if I didn't work a full-time job, I would think I maybe would try it out. Anyways, if you're looking for a personal trainer, I know somebody. I know a lot of really great personal trainers. I had a personal trainer once, and he got me first place in a triathlon my very first time trying one. So, if you're looking for one, I would definitely recommend Jay Schultz, and he has his own gym, and I think he's opening up his second location. A lot of people on the south side know him. His gym is called the Trainer Die Compound, but I knew him when he was still at LA Fitness, so everybody's trying to act like they're his friend, but I was his. I was, I was there first, okay? And then um, another good personal trainer. She is a woman. Um, her name is Cree, Coach Cree. She's been on here a couple times. Y'all can find her on Instagram as well. So that's another good trainer. So and she does virtual too. So if you are looking for a personal trainer that has credentials, because she actually went to school for that. Jay Caleb or Jay 
<laughs> they call him Jay. I call him Jay Killer. Jay Killer been doing this for a long time. He went to school for that too back in his day. And Nate is also a personal trainer, but he don't really have time for that right now because again, he's <laughs> <laughs> on the road to being in the UFC. Manifestation people, right? He don't have time. He don't really have time to train other people except for me and his teammates. But um, he, because he is now a black belt, he's a personal trainer. Also, because he's a professional fighter, he can train you in that aspect also. But he don't have time for that. So sorry, he's not accepting clients. I am his um, manager for that. And he's not accepting clients right now. <laughs> he's too busy. So, yep, if you want to follow me, your host, Kendra, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you get a chance, if you have not, please leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. I think on Spotify, you can just leave a rating. I don't think you can leave a review on Spotify. And then on Google Podcasts, I'm not really sure, honestly, what you can do on there. But... You can tune in every Monday for a new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're looking for some white speech, check out my website, www.kindrestreasures.com. And that's all I got. So thank you for tuning in to another episode, and I will be here on the next one.